We're prepared. Welcome everyone to the Solutions Brewing Podcast. I'm Rob. Can't talk straight. Steve is here. Brennan is here. And hello everyone. Hello. <laughs> Thanks, Brendan. Thanks, Steve. Um, today what we're gonna talk about is something a little bit different. Usually I don't know, we just shoot the shit or whatever. This time we kinda of, we're still gonna do it, but um, uh, we had the glorious idea of talking about beers that domestic beers or commercial beers that we cannot stand <laughs> yeah so i i've had this topic for quite a while and it's been i've been holding my back pocket for a while so i think it's like episode three or four just as a just in case so today is the day we get to pull it out and trash some big corporate breweries which i'm i'm all for <laughs> now i'm gonna cover our ass here a little bit and just say all right that we all have very different opinions about this and this all reflects our personal taste and not the taste or preferences of Solutions Brewing. <laughs> yeah, Solutions Brewing thinks that all beers are good beers. However, exactly. the in, however, individual persons associated with Solutions, uh, Solutions Brewing have other opinions. There we go. Can't like every beer. No, you can't. Absolutely. So, so, I was going to say, who wants to start us off then? Well, I think you got to start us off, Steve. You've been holding on to this for a while. You've been thinking about it for a long time. Yep, I have. Uh, and since I thir- first thought of this idea, it literally has not changed uh, my opinion on this. Uh, and it's uh, one of the biggest brands in the world. I just can't stand their beer. Um, well, not specifically one their main flagship beer. The rest of them I'm okay with. And it's Heineken. Heineken? Oh, really? I like for, you know, you see all their big marketing. You know, they're literally everywhere. Uh, you, literally everywhere in the world. Yeah, they're literally everywhere in the world. You recognize the green bottles. You, you know what the logo looks like. Uh, yeah, they're like third largest in the world. Yeah. Can we just say, what a success for branding. Yeah. The, the, the fact that <laughs> someone sees like a, uh, like a, a green bottle and the, that, you know, shape of it. And it's like, oh, that's a Heineken. Like, in, in that's the thing. You can find a Heineken. I was at a bar that served, like, Molson and Rickers and all this kind of stuff. And they're like, oh, yeah, we got Heineken. They're part of our imports. Like, you can always find them. I, I hate the beer with every fiber of my being. Like, I'll, I'll drink it if it's, like, the only thing and it's offered to me. And I'm like, okay, I'll stomach it. But for me, the most hilarious thing is uh, I always get a skunk flavor out of it. And, and it's uh, like a low-level like taste on the back end, and mm. I, I I don't know what what it is, and just I taste that, and I'm like, ah, no, no, thank you, I don't want that, I don't want it associate, like I don't want to have that in my mouth at all. Though oh. surprisingly, uh, a beer of theirs that is similar and I like is their Heineken Zero. But that's the same beer. Yeah, yeah no, it's exactly no, the same. No, you remove the alcohol out of it. Like, whatever they do to dealkalize the beer, that's palatable. And I became familiar with it because my wife was pregnant and uh, breastfeeding for a while. So, like, to make sure, you know, nothing was getting getting to baby, uh, we purchased those. I could drink that. And I tested it by then getting a Heineken beer, like just a, a can of it uh, at the liquor store and drinking it and skunk flavor that is weird yeah because i i actually when i actually have 
magically read up on that one a little bit. <laughs> and um, Heineken spent a lot of time and research trying to figure out how to make a non-alcoholic beer that tastes like the alcohol version. And the, the 0% beer is the superior version. It's super weird. <laughs> yeah, you can knock back a whole case of those and drive home. That's I know, great. it's awesome. <laughs> but yeah, that's the I thing. Guess, I can't... <laughs> I can't speak for what Heineken Zero tastes like because I've never had it. It's again remarkably similar to Heineken, but without the skunk flavor. Because like you know I, 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 I like, still got some downstairs. I'll bring over for our in-person version. Of yeah, this. yeah, we should absolutely do it. But that's the thing. Like, so I've been like friends' houses and been out places, sort of thing. And someone will uh, like offer me a Heineken, and I'll be like, "You got anything else?" And they'll like be like, oh, you, we've got like Lucky Lager or uh, Bow Valley something. And I'll be like, I'll take that over the Heineken. I just despise Heineken with every everything. See, that's interesting. So your experience with Heineken has has always been in Canada, right? Have yes. You ever had Heineken in the States or elsewhere? I've had Heineken in the States and in Mexico. Uh, I have not had it abroad, like uh, on the other side of the pond or anything like that. Fair enough, yeah. I've been fortunate enough to be to the Netherlands a couple times, and I think it is different there. And I don't know if it's just the fact that you're at sea level and things change a little bit compared to here. But <laughs> or you're just on vacation and not... Or you're just on vacation and you're just you're, everything tastes better on vacation, but... Well, it could be that like, uh, it's like water profile is different here. Uh, because, like, all those big commercial brews, like, they're brewed... Like, uh, they're not brewed overseas and then shipped here like any of the big guys anymore it's all domestically brewed at big contract brewers for instance last spike and then uh it goes out from there to uh uh because so, it cuts down on shipping because why would you take some flavored water put it on a boat and transport it across a bunch of water when you could just brew it locally for sure and they'll they'll do that for all the ingredients like the grain and and hops and stuff like that but uh, their yeast is very specific and yeah and i mean they they have a qc program to try to make it the exact same all over the world which again is part of the brand right you see yeah. that brand it should be the same every time but but it's like uh when you have a like as a guinness domestically here now is you know it, it's brewed in canada uh like actually guinness was being brewed out of the alexander keith's brewery in halifax for the longest time that's where it was coming from uh but people have said that guinness in their country versus guinness in ireland is actually different so i would be willing to have a heineken uh you know in europe and see if it's any different but here nope i i'd i'd rather drink water we'll have to plan our agm for the netherlands for one of these years (laughs) (laughs) yeah leave, leave the brewer being like Hey, we're we're screwing off to to Europe for market research. We'll be back in a couple weeks. Yeah. So Steve starts us off strong by um, going against one of the most popular beers in the world. Yep. Uh, Rob, <laughs> what's your thoughts? <laughs> uh, well, I'm kind of interesting too because Heineken is famous for the green bottles and. Um, uh, clear glass and green glass does nothing for protecting beer from UV. Mm-hmm. Um, so that leads to skunking, right? Yeah. Uh, that's what, usually why you see a lot of brown glass. Uh, brown glass does a really good job of blocking uh, UV, specifically like blue light, um, that causes skunking. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And <laughs> funny enough, I'm actually reading a book about some of this. And uh, Miller, so MGD, Miller, mm -hmm. they um, they have a, a hop process. They called it Tetra Hop. And uh, so they do something with the hops that they use that actually prevents skunking, which is why they use clear bottles and their beer won't skunk. Huh. Interesting. But nobody else does it. As far as I know, Miller is the only one that does it. Hmm. So I thought that was interesting. So I don't know, like, if, Steve, you just keep getting unlucky with the bottles, but I don't know. Oh, I was going to say cans and bottles, it doesn't matter. It's just cans and don't matter. Heineken is just hmm. Heineken. Steve just adds a little bit of vodka to his Heineken Zero. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it probably tastes better, I, I guarantee it. <laughs> Even like the cheapest vodka possible would probably be better. But anyways, uh, oh, Rob, interesting. We, we need to know... That's funny because that, that's what I drink. I, when I go to my visit my uncle, he's usually got some Heinekens in the fridge. That's usually what I have when I'm there. Oh, Rob's uncle. No. <laughs> <laughs> but you got uh, but, uh, let us know what yeah. uh, what commercial brew or big brewery can you not uh, beers can you not stand so before I say the name I'm going to say the story so this was when I was younger uh, how old would I have been I would have been late teens early 20s and uh, when I was somebody's to well if you're from Calgary there's a place that used to be called Melrose oh yeah on 17th Ave I mean, I can't remember. I, I don't remember what it is now. It's changed about fifty times. And it burned down it was too. Melrose. And had and, and had a car crash into it and a bunch of other stuff. Yeah, I've almost been run over in front of the place too. But, um, that's another story. That was my fault. I was I like actually ran across the street and almost got run over. So. Anyway, <laughs> so anyways, partying at Melrose. Uh, it was somebody's, and you know, it was just, I can't even remember what other beer I was drinking, but I was having something. And I, I started to see a couple of my buddies with these huge, huge, like, steins, or huge mugs of beer. I was like, what is that? I've never seen this before. And the guy's like, oh, this is Whole Garden. It's delicious. It's the best beer I've ever had. I'm like, I'm like, all right, well, I see this giant beer, and he and it was cheaper than the other beers too, right? And you got more of it. I was like, well, fuck, that's a great deal. I'm going to go for that. So I got one. And now you have like a liter of beer in this mug. And I go to take a sip. Super excited for it, right? It tasted like soap. Soap? <laughs> the beer tasted like soap. And I was like, I cannot drink this. So like, so the beer is Whole Garden. For whatever reason, there's something about Whole Garden that tastes like soap to me can't drink it it's coriander yeah right. yeah so i was so i was gonna say it uh i just looked it up so the brewery's been around since 1445 so you're 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 crapping on <laughs> 600 almost 600 years worth of uh, brewing history there but they do Did they, they use coriander like, in 1445 for this beer uh, apparently did they have coriander back then maybe i don't know they probably just use soap <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, so it said, Celis used the traditional greens of water, yeast, hops, coriander, cacao, orange peel, and that's... So he basically made a sizin. That's what it, he, he basically made. So, anyways, basically, 
this buddy who introduced this beer to me he said it tasted super citrusy and I was like interested he's like it tastes like juice I'm like cool I'll give it a go I ended up getting I had one sip maybe two and I gave him I he just I like here you go take it just take it I can't drink it that was one one beverage I can't drink it's uh, I guess I have that gene where I think it's the seeds coriander seeds that uh, just taste like soap I can't can't do it huh that's uh I, I was gonna say that's not surprising but at the same time uh, i didn't know it actually was brewed with coriander because like i remember as a young lad too coming across this at uh i think it was a beer hall in halifax again had like a drink special it was like a a double pint or a thunder mug they called it like the 32 ounce mug ounces of uh, a beer for like five bucks it was insane so uh ordered it and i was like oh man this is amazing sort of thing but uh you had a different outcome <laughs> yeah nasty nasty Just nasty so we're we're not gonna do i was gonna say no traditional gozas then because a traditional goza is actually brewed with coriander well, you can have it. I just I don't touch it. <laughs> just don't put any in the watermelon goza that you you owe us. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He'll just be like, "Oh, this tastes terrible, Steve. What did you do with it?" Oh, I. Uh... By the way, do you, have you started on that yet? No, I haven't borrowed the equipment off of you. Oh my. I, I need. Don't you... I, I'm doing a triple batch if I'm going to do it. Well, what about the pepper one? I said I would substitute for the pepper. I, I could do that one. I still need uh, our pilot system if I'm going to brew it. Because I, I need some oh, for I, my own kegerator. Well, you can just do a double batch. I don't think Brendan wants one. Hey, what? Of course I do. Yeah, well, you does. want the watermelon, though, right? Oh, I'd take the pepper beer. The, is it, are we talking about the award-winning pepper beer? Uh, it would be close to that, yes. <laughs> or the yet-to-be-award-winning watermelon goza. Uh, I was going to say the watermelon is not in season, so it would be the pineapple pepper beer. Okay. Because <laughs> pineapples are in season. Actually, surprisingly, they were on sale at my local uh, <laughs> my local uh, grocery store. So, oh, okay, yeah, that's good enough. Do you have me. enough peppers? No, but I would have to go to the local spice store and find them. Uh, the the ones that were used for that commercial run that they did for mine, uh, they used uh, a Hungarian paprika pepper, uh, but it was apparently way stronger than uh, what I put in. Yeah. So that beer, once it finally actually is ready, is way spicier than mine. Like, significantly spicier. And this has been our weekly digression on the beers that Steve owes us. <laughs> Indeed. Well, I owe you guys one beer, and then Brennan owes us uh, the other two a beer. So the, the only person who doesn't owe beers is Rob. <laughs> yeah, so I look forward to our next competition, which we... It'll be a team effort to make Rob lose. Oh We're going <laughs> to... We're going to have to start doing blind tasting just so people don't vote just because of names. <laughs> no, I, I like the bias system first. And then after everything's equal, we can go to blind tasting. Okay. Er, everything's equal, like communism. <laughs> right. Everyone shall be equal. No above or below. Oh, boy. All right. So we've got Heineken and we've got Whole Garden. So we're, we're crapping on European breweries right now. And apparently beers that start with H. Yeah, and beers that start with H. Mm. This episode has been brought to you by the letter H in Steve's <laughs> rage. They both end with N as well, but yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh yes, yeah, so the letter H and the letter N, because there's always two, mm -hmm. right? 
So, so Brendan, where are you gonna? Are you gonna join us in our dogpiling of Europe, or are you gonna choose something else? No, no, I'm gonna stick a little closer to home here. So, there, most beers I'll drink or enjoy, and I, I mean, you mentioned Lucky Lager here. I actually think Lucky Lager has a great place in the world as a fish and beer, kind of a beer on the water kind of thing. <laughs> Things where you really only want to spend. <laughs> I, I was gonna say your son wants to join the podcast too i was gonna say he's got some strong opinions too but uh, he 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 he's not old enough to drink any beer yet i don't i thought it sounded like he said he loved log lucky <laughs> well he just likes alliteration <laughs> but no i'm gonna stick a little closer to home so uh the the beer that i personally don't enjoy or kind of stay away from uh, the story behind it is on one of our beer pub crawls years and years and years ago um, and actually made it uh, for that one I actually started on pub number one made it all the way to pub number 10 at pub number 10 sat down with uh, everybody else there wasn't thinking that much about what I wanted to drink at that point pointed to my brother's glass said I'll have one of those they bring it over I take a sip I put it down and immediately ordered another beer and I don't really think it's something against the beer itself because I met a lot of other people who really like this beer. My um, my wife like included, well but I think it was just the perfect combination of having probably had a little bit more than I should have for the entire night, and this one just being that little bit different from everything else I was drinking. It looked similar to everything else I was drinking. It just it was not what I wanted, and I've stayed away from it ever since. And that beer is the Wild Rose Velvet Fog. Which oh really I yeah which is again like I, I know because I've been out drinking with you a few times with that uh, but like that's like one of my wife's favorite beers and, oh I know it's it's incredibly popular and she makes and she does like what's called a pink velvet which is you take half a velvet fog and half of their uh, raspberry uh, so it's like a you know pink wheat beer and it's delicious so I do enjoy the raspberry I, I enjoy what most of Wild Rose's other beers but yeah for the Velopon it just it always triggers that memory of that particular moment and it was just kind of the wrong moment for me to be introduced <laughs> to that beer so and that thing it's tainted and like the rest of your of the beers you're okay with I think like they're oh yeah, yeah. their IPA the electric Ave, the Goza of course and the rest but the Velvet Fog huh yeah <laughs> well, I don't hate it, but I um, it's not it's not my favorite of theirs. I I really like their uh, the raspberry. It's really good, mm -hmm. and their barracks brown. Yeah, no, it's good. Yeah, when you can find the barracks brown, oh, so so good. But uh, it's actually interesting. I uh, I was part. It was a homebrew competition years and years ago. I actually have the recipe for velvet fog. It's actually like it's actually not a complicated beer at all. Like it's actually super uh, uh, uncomplicated. Like I won't say anything. Wait, make make some for Brendan then. I was gonna say this is Steve's master plan now to make <laughs> Rob the hot pepper beer himself, the watermelon goes and give me a keg of the velvet fog. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be such a dick move. I think I might have to do that now. <laughs> Maybe he'll make it a watermelon fog. <laughs> Ooh. But yeah, like it. Yeah, the velvet fog is just like it's a fairly simple wheat beer. And it's it's uh, it's not too complicated or anything like that, but huh? Yeah. So that's that's my beer. Yeah. I mean, in fairness, Brendan, I'm usually not a big fan of um, heavy wheat beers either because I'm not I'm not a fan of the clove. Hmm. 
Mm. Which wheat beers usually have a lot of clove flavor to them. I, I don't know. It's uh, I don't like it. Yeah, to each their own sort of thing. But uh, yeah, it, yeah, it, I mean, that's, yeah, like it, that's that's the beers. thing. But it's it's just kind of interesting because like otherwise, Velvet Fog's like very inoffensive. <laughs> yeah, most would say that about Heineken too. True. <laughs> very true. <laughs> Yeah, it's just like a lager. It's <laughs> nothing like a... <laughs> I was gonna say, is it is a lager or more closer to a pilsner? Actually, I'm gonna look this. It's lagered. It doesn't matter. <laughs> True. True. Now, now you're splitting hairs. Let's. It's a pilsner. Continue. If they use pilsner malts, but it's a lager yeast, right? So it doesn't. We can continue this discussion in more depth when we can next meet in person and force <laughs> each other to drink each of these beers. Yeah, I was gonna say it's, it's just a pale lager. Yeah, nothing special. But I hate it so much. <laughs> okay then, I think that's uh, kind of it for an episode. Uh, not that we're gonna do it right away, but we will be doing a part two of this, where we get each of us uh, buys the beer that we hate and share it with the others. I'm only getting two because I'm not going to drink it. <laughs> you'll, t- you'll taste a little bit <laughs> no, just to remind you yourself have... how much you hate it, and then you can get rid of it. Mm. You have to drink exactly as much of that pickle beer I had to drink last time. <laughs> that was like a full can. Or no, no, you had like a, a third of a can. Yeah. And you can take just as long to drink it if you want. <laughs> then it gets like warm and gross. Yeah. Too. Yes. And just prolongs the so suffering. Instead of drinking cold soap, I get to drink hot soap. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Just wash your hands with it at the end of the day. Oh my God, yeah. <laughs> well, Steve, if people want to reach out and tell us about their beers that they don't like and how we can avoid those such pitfalls in marketing our beers to them, how can they reach us? <laughs> Uh, they can re- reach us at noproblems at solutionsbrewing.com. Uh, that's our email address. Go to our website, uh, solutionsbrewing.com, or you can see us mostly on Facebook and Instagram at solutionsbrewingco. Though there is the Twitter, I will keep mentioning it just because no one ever checks it, and we're going to have like 100 messages. So, yeah, and we have a Twitter at... No, you know what? That, I'm checking it right now just because you're being a dick about it. <laughs> uh, solution, solutions brew one or something like that or brew brew i brew i one or something yeah the the twitter handle's really dumb but uh but yeah if you have any questions comments please send us uh at least one a message along some of those lines and i think that calls it for the episode so uh that's been us at solutions brewing co and we'll see you at the next one We have zero messages, bro. Ah, damn it. (laughs) That's the episode. Goodbye, everybody. Rob. Goodbye, everyone. (laughs) Take care. Oh, yeah. I'm going to. That's the new outro music right there.